Anyone's Game podcast. Following women's football. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Anyone's Game podcast. On the docket for you in this episode, we run the rule over Rangers and Glasgow City's Champions League ties, as it's a mixed night for the SWPL in Europe. Champions Rangers are through after a comfortable 3-1 win over Ferenc Varos, but Glasgow City are out after a defeat to Roma by the same scoreline. It might be a new season, but there's plenty of familiar voices tonight. Joining me for this one is Kenny Bogue, Robbie Hanratty and Jenna Thompson. How are we doing, folks? Very well, Gordon. Good to be here. Loving the dream. Very well, thank you, Gordon. Well, let's start with the SWPL champions, Rangers. They took on Ferenc Varos in Greece. And Kenny, you watched this one for us. What did you make of it? Uh, I was very impressed with Rangers. Um, the first 10 minutes of the game were a bit cagey, I think. As of any semi-final, I think the sides were trying to sort of side each other up. Uh, so it was a bit sort of scrappy to start with. But that 10 minutes spell in the second half for the the Hungarian side came back into it. It was pretty much plain sailing for Rangers, I would say. Overall, a very good result, especially for their, their first ever venture into the Champions League. Jenny Danielson gets a brace, a good performance from the new signing, and it was a little bit controversial, her being in for Lizzie Arnott, but uh, impressed with the new signing and, and worthy of that place? I very am, yes. This was the one that I tipped in our, our predictions that would be the one to watch this season, uh, and I thought she did really, really well. Tessel Midag, again, she impressed me. She strolled the first half in midfield. She was, I don't think she got a pass wrong. And then when she moved out of defence for the second half, she was absolutely fantastic as well. But I was really, really impressed with Kirsty McLean. Obviously, only 17. Uh, and she was brought on to replace, actually, Catherine Hill when she was injured. And again, the youngster, what, what an experience for her, playing in the Champions League at that age. And she did not put... I don't, I don't think she played, played a bad pass, to be honest with you. She was absolutely brilliant. And another one I'd like to mention was Kayla McCoy. Up front, she was amazing. She led the line so well and just was a constant threat with her pace. So, Robbie, as well, I guess, uh, from all of us that, that watched a lot of the SWPL last season, you know, Rangers were a, a force to be reckoned with. It's just more of the same at the start of this as, this season as well, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Rangers, in the end, kind of ran away with the SWPL one title last season. Probably would have been disappointed to finish the season just with one trophy, and they recruited really well this summer and they look all set. We've seen the scoreline so far in the league and to then replicate that and use the squad really wisely as well, as you say, with not playing arguably one of the best players, Lizzie Arnott, and still get through a tie, which was never going to be easy against Ferris Suarez. You've got to say fair play to Rangers and for Scottish coefficient overall, you want to see Scottish sides do well in Europe. So absolutely. And this want to touch on the fact that Christy Howitt came off the bench and made a good impact. She's one I've tipped to do really well this season. Last season, obviously, had that injury setback. But before that, she was such a goal scorer. So to see her come back, you say, could have had a couple of goals, played a hand in the third. I think Rangers have got that strength and depth absolutely all over the park. Even Colette Kavanagh signed this summer from Hibs on the bench. Probably yet to see the best of her in a blue shirt but they've got that option as well yeah for sure for sure it's a it's a worrying time i guess for the for the rest of the swpl looking to try and keep pace but what we'll do now is we'll leave sunny greece behind it was instead a, a grim night at peter Sill park jenna you watched glasgow city's tie with roma um not not a good night for uh for for glasgow city 
Absolutely not. To be honest, it's not really kind of promising for the season going ahead. I mean, Glasgow City had an absolute hurler last season. They never got any silverware at all, really. It's not like Glasgow City when you think of them. They're such a prestigious team. They've had so much achievements. And it's as if the fall from grace is only kind of getting worse. I mean, fair enough. The new manager came in halfway kind of through the season last year. It happens. You don't get a full season work with the players. I've heard a quote, I can't remember who said it. It was like a proper turnaround. With a manager squad can take at least two or three seasons. And obviously we're not even halfway near that yet with Glasgow City, but the result today just kind of shows everything that we've all kind of spoke about ourselves and on the show and stuff, that something needs to drastically change at Glasgow City. The play style just isn't is what it, it's not what it used to be. Let's not beat about the bush, not getting results that they used to either. I mean, fair enough, don't get me wrong, Rome is an absolutely excellent side. They played really well tonight. But at the same time, like you want Scottish teams to do well, as Robbie was saying, you expect them to kind of, show up to the tie and it was as if they just weren't fully in it to be honest. It just feels perhaps a little bit like um, their success is kind of caught up with them and the nature of the game as it changes has caught up with them. Obviously Rangers and Celtic able to uh, throw considerable weight behind their teams. Glasgow City doesn't really have perhaps anywhere to go with that so when they face you know sides like Roma, Roma women and, and Rangers and Celtic now it's it's uh, it's just a completely different animal than than what it has been. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the dominance that Glasgow City had for so long, like, I won't take away or try and belittle their successes by any means, but now that Celtic Rangers are doing so well in the SWPL, both domestically and then obviously getting the Champions League this year for Rangers last year for Celtic and whatnot, it shows kind of Glasgow City that they aren't untouchable anymore. They have big two massive clubs right in their tails, hungry for that success. Rangers got a taste of it last season, Celtic as well a little bit in the past two years. They're eager to take that throne away from them. And if something doesn't change at Glasgow City and quickly, I can potentially see them having a real fall from grace and end up finishing third potentially. Like it could potentially happen. If sales to keep it progressing the way they have, especially the Rangers as well, I don't think it's out with the realm of possibility. Especially after watching that game tonight. Well, we're talking about, you know, frailties uh for City in terms of long term and the problems that's faced them. But there are plenty of problems on show on the on the pitch tonight, Robbie, especially in defence. Yeah, absolutely, Gordon. I've spoke at Lee Gibson and Jenna Clark very highly over the last season or so. It was both in my team of the season for last season, but the first goal especially, defence just gets ripped apart. And then obviously Lee shouldn't be getting beat with the ball straight at her. But just the whole night, there was... I think it was the second second goal. It was like two of them, Michaela Muir and Jenna Clark. She one of them needs to just take the goal down, take one for the team, either slide in or take one for the team. But they're too passive and let the shot go. And yeah, it was a decent enough strike, but it just seemed also passive and it's not what you come to expect from Glasgow City. And I really think Jenna makes a good point there. You've seen in the league so far this season scraping by by late win against Motherwell, things before they used to just fly past these games with ease. And I do think they're just something, they just look a bit disjointed, if that's the word. I think the the big concern, uh, this is a game that, that I took in as well, I think, was that there was a, you'd see the clear game plan. I think uh, Hayley Lauder spoke about it in, in the post-match as well, in terms of, you know, setting up quite a low block and, and frustrating Roma, who... You know, she recognised. I think we all recognise perhaps a, a side that's a step beyond City at the moment. 
Um, but the real concern was that coming out of that low block and trying to create chances, were it not for uh, Lourdes Cross, that I personally, I was half expecting to see, you know, a foul given for, it would have been soft, but you could have seen it given for the for the tug on the on the defender as she uh, knocks it into her own goal for, for City's goal of the night. Um, you know, were it not for, for a moment like that, yeah, I think it could be, you could have played extra time and I don't think City would have really troubled the Roma keeper much at all. It was, uh, you know, slightly worrying when you set up in that, in that kind of fashion to then also not really have a, a kind of an answer of how to move the ball forward from defence. And I think you saw that for the third goal, trying to play out from the back. And that exactly was, was the problem for, for the third goal is trying to start to panic and, and rush and do that quickly. It's, uh, it's a you know a different different and difficult situation for City compared to to how how they'll usually fare in the league. That's for sure, um, but but certainly food for thought for for Eileen Gleeson on that one. Yeah, and I'll I'll chime back in the that third goal. You could see Jenna Clark. She she was going wanting the ball, but I don't know if she wasn't aware someone was behind her. If it was just panic sets in, you want to be getting back into that game. You know your Champions League hopes are. On the side, it did just seem also frantic, and even the distribution in passing was suddenly going just rushed, and it just wasn't wasn't doing themselves any favours. And as you say, they could have played all day and not really scored if it hadn't been for that luck. But in Island Gleason's defence, there has been a big turnover of players. You looked at that Glasgow City lineup today, or even the squad. I think it was three or four at least notable names that weren't there last season. And sometimes it does take a bit of time to gel. So as much as panic stations could start to go, the fact that it didn't win a trophy last season, they've had a sticky start to this season. But it does take time, especially in bringing in players from different countries and everything, to gel. You've seen Basir Chinchia, woman for the big occasions. She wasn't fit enough to start, it seems. And she's someone who I've talked personally highly about on the show before. So if these players do get themselves up to speed, I don't know if it is all doing good for City, but as we speak about coefficient and Scottish football, the fact that there wasn't on the boil when there's a capacity crowd at Peter's Hill tonight was very disappointing. Well, all that's left for us to do really is reflect on, on what comes next. And for both Rangers and City, they do still have another match in the competition that's despite Glasgow City being knocked out with that defeat to Roma. They both play on Sunday as well, and Rangers face their host, Pauk, for a place in the second round. Pauk beat Swansea City in the other match today in their little mini-tournament. Uh, City have a third-place playoff against uh, against familiar foes, Servette, who, uh, well, were not uh, not good opponents for City last season, I think it's fair to say. Uh, but at least they've got the venue of Peters Hill uh, to try and turn that round. And I guess... We'll touch one on one last thing for Glasgow City and say that obviously Robbie and, and Jenna, that's that's one game where you think, you know, you really have to stamp your authority on and, and show that you're you're a step beyond Servette this time round. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as we've been kinda of touch on Champions League games, they're a massive occasion. You need to come out the trap running straight into it, giving it your all. Obviously it's City that tried tonight. You could tell that they were trying, but they just didn't try hard enough. So they really have a lot to kind of prove themselves for in this next leg because it isn't looking too great. I don't fancy their chances, if I'm being honest, but I hope they prove me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I hope I'm proven wrong, but I don't see it happening. 
Yeah, um, I, I, I back that up. You want to, because after the horror show of last season going out to Civet, kind of want them to put, lay down a mark and say, yeah, th- this film again was a one-off um, blip. Cut out these mistakes. Because you've got to look at two of those goals were big mistakes in a sense. So you've got to just kind of put that behind them and say, this is our cup final now and go, as cliche it sounds, hopefully we can go out and win this and beat Savet and finish third in this mini group and then focus back on having a successful league season. Well, Kenny, obviously things not over yet for Rangers. They've got that tie against Pauk, but should they progress through that a, a two-legged affair and a place in the Champions League groups awaits, it would be some coup for Rangers to pick up enough across those three games. It would be a fantastic achievement, um, especially if it being the first time in the Champions League. And Robbie touched on it earlier with a turnaround of players. Rangers had quite a high turnaround of players as well. I mean, if you look at tonight, they've got a brand new centre-half pair. They've got, you know, there was about four, four or five new names in the team tonight. But I'm just looking here at PAOK. And um, they have an American striker who scored twice tonight, Eva Blaspolopoulos. So she's one they'll need to watch out for. And I just hope that Catherine Hill, who played really well tonight as well, and obviously the new captain, she went off injured. So fingers crossed she's okay because she'll be an important player to have in that next five. Could be uh, some some Greek holiday for Rangers and all the best to Rangers and City for those uh, games ahead on Sunday. But that's all we've got time for in this episode. Thank you very much to Kenny, Robbie and Jenna for your contributions tonight. Thanks for having us. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Gordon. And thanks to you all for listening. You'll hear us in the next one. Bye-bye.